Welcome to Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm Young Me Mayor. And I'm Brian Park. <laughs> this, is a, this is a cursed recording episode. The most cursed. We're recording over Zoom because I gave Brian COVID. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to admit it right up top. We're both <laughs> sick with COVID. That I gave to Brian. <laughs> and, uh, and I feel so bad. <laughs> if you listen carefully, listeners, on our last episode that we recorded with Dylan McKeever, <laughs> there are some moments where <laughs> Young Me's voice sounds very raspy and almost as if she's hiding a cough. And yes, that is how she exposed me to COVID-19. <laughs> I do it for you the can literally <laughs> You can literally hear me giving Brian COVID. Oh my god. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm just gonna say up top, this was I know you are thinking that I'm the stupidest person in the world to go meet Brian in person with like a slight cough, but this is the thing. I just had had the vaccine. And so I felt tired and I thought that was the vaccine side effects. And I Googled it and it said that it said for like two, three days after the vaccine, yeah, you're going to feel tired. Three days. You saw me a week after you got the vaccine. It was four <laughs> days. <laughs> and, his and coughing, then I started like having this weird. This coughing of vaccine I'm side so effects. I'm so stupid. No, the <laughs> coughing was not a vaccine side effect. I was like, man, I got to stop dueling. Oh my god. I'm the stupidest person in the world. Uh the, this is uh, so we were originally going to have a guest episode for all of you, but <laughs> we decided to mix things up a little bit because uh life happens and sometimes both of us get covid and we have to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I remember when we were recording, Young Me, you you kept coughing, and I asked you multiple times during the recording. I gave you kind of that mean Korean mom look when I leered at you, and I was like, "Are you okay?" I know, I remember. Are you okay? And you're like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just the um, it's the I keep it's the vaccine side effects." And then it happened again. <laughs> Where Dylan stopped you and Dylan said, Young me, are you okay? And you said, Oh, yeah, it's it's because of the jewel. I've been jeweling too much. Oh okay. my God. I, I know I am the stupidest person on earth, but I'm glad that you, because initially Brian was like, I don't think we should talk about us getting COVID because it seems a little, um, what's that word? Oppert exploitative. And I was like, I have so yeah. many emotions. Well, first of all, I have deep shame and I feel really stupid because all of the things that Brian and I just said, obviously I had COVID, but then I was thinking about why I act, I like, you know, to be honest, I was in denial, right? Uh. And I was like feeling all these feelings. I'm starting off hot and heavy with how I feel. Wait, 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 like, wait. I was Young feeling me? all these Sorry, before yeah. before you get into how you feel, we, we got to do our Patreon shoutouts. You're right. Let's do the Patreon shoutouts. Okay. I'm a ball of emotions and virus, <laughs> virus I'm just, load. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to derail all of this, but before we jump into it, 
Let's get do some quick Patreon shoutouts. Uh, guys, if you like our okay. content, please consider donating on patreon.com slash feelingasian. Youngmi and I offer different subscriptions with different exclusive benefits, but at the very least, any donation amount gets you a shout-out on the podcast where Youngmi and I use our psychic abilities to guess who you are. Youngmi, I- and I feel like my psychic abilities got stronger with COVID. <laughs> hopefully, I'm not joking. Hopefully mine did too. <laughs> well, let's put them to the test. So our first shout-out okay, goes to... Leona Chow. Wow, Leona Chow. Oh man, I I I got a really strong sense like a culinary person, but mm. not professionally. Like she like <laughs> likes to cook as a hobby. So what is her profession then? <laughs> her prof it's something like important but kind of boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's she makes a lot of money but it's like it's not that fun. <laughs> so she's like an accountant. I'm going to guess Leona Chow is a ballerina. Wow. Yeah. She's a ballerina. She's a student at a dance school. And then okay. her part-time job is uh, uh, she's a bar instructor. Nice. Yeah. You just sound like you're really horny. You're just like describing somebody that you want to have sex with. You've been quarantined for like two weeks. I've been quarantined forever. She's a ballerina with beautiful hands. She's a slender neck. She teaches a bar class. It's just us two. The studio is closed. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to stop there before Leona decides to stop donating to our Patreon. So thank you for your donation, Leona. Uh, Our next shout out goes to Jasmine O. Jasmine O. Wow. You know, you don't see a lot of Asian Jasmines, even though you should. Jasmine is such an Asian name. But I'm going to guess that Jasmine O's parents are immigrants to America. And they decided they named Jasmine after Jasmine in the Aladdin movie. The, her mom was pregnant the year that that movie came out. Yeah. Nice. And her like, that's just an American nickname. Right. <laughs> do you think she, do you think she has like a hot, poor boyfriend, like an Aladdin? <laughs> he's so, he's so poor, but he's so hot. <laughs> I'm in love with him. <laughs> I mean, that's, you just for, described every. To see him. You, well, I mean, you're just describing every K drama plot in existence. So yes, we just discovered that is Jasmine's life. <laughs> we, <laughs> she has a boyfriend who's that. extremely hot but poor. <laughs> He's got six pack abs. We just discovered that Aladdin is just Middle Eastern K drama. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's the same story. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, Jasmine's as Jasmine loves him for his personality. So when I after they get married, the extremely hot poor boyfriend ends up becoming richer than Jeff Bezos, and then Jasmine's nice. parents are like, "We're sorry for uh, not believing in you." Now we see what a great guy he is because he is richer than Jeff Bezos now. Now that he's rich. <laughs> now that he's rich, we like him and we apologize. Basically. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you know what? That, right, your psychic fourth, abilities what? are on point right now. Uh, let me just right? give it to you. Um, what if I'm totally <laughs> wrong and these people are like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> Coughing all over the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um our last patreon shout out goes to robert manning kemp robert manning kemp yeah this is definitely a white guy right i don't know because i know sometimes we're biracial. like oh it's like a korean adoptee biracial i'm gonna guess biracial <gasps> you know what yes i feel that you're feeling yes you're, you're right brian oh biracial yeah. i'm feeling it. i'm gonna guess mm. yeah i'm feeling the biracial when yeah. you go by three names I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if Manning is a middle name or a like a second surname, but it yeah. it, it, it feels it always makes me assume you have an important person job. So I'm gonna guess that. I always think it's like a baseball player, <laughs> <laughs> right? So Youngmi's guess is that Robert Manning Kemp is a baseball player, and I'm gonna guess that Robert Manning Kemp is a partner at a law firm. Mm. Yeah. Either way, you would trust him. Either way, you will trust like, him. And either way, yeah. you have more money than us. So thank you for donating to our Patreon. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so that does it for our shout outs for this episode. Uh, once again, thank you for your donations. And you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash feeling Asian. Now back to regularly scheduled programming. Young me, how are you feeling? Well, <laughs> well, okay. So as you all know, I gave Brian COVID and as you, I'm sure everyone that's Asian or not even whoever listens to this podcast likes it. Cause we're always filled with shame. I'm sure anyone that's filled with shame all the time knows exactly like that's like your worst nightmare to give your close friend COVID. <laughs> and it's extremely obvious that it was me that you can literally listen to me giving it to him on the podcast. <laughs> and I gave it to Brian because I was really stupid and I didn't really think, and I could have just easily said, I'm going to stay home and record over zoom for some fucking reason. And, and I feel like if you look at that on paper, that seems extremely stupid, but I was really thinking about why I did those things. And it's interestingly enough, it ties back to like, you know, my childhood and being Asian and being ashamed and like feeling not trusting myself, which is my big issue. So basically that day, what I was feeling, the reason why I came over to your apartment to record was I was in denial. I was like, there's no way I have COVID. I just got the vaccine. That was part of it. But another big part of it was when I'm dealing with this podcast stuff, I have a constant feeling that I'm not doing enough. And I feel like I'm always kind of like letting you down. And I know we've talked about this before. And I felt like there was no room for me to be like, hey, I feel like I'm si even though like, obviously, if I said that to you, you'd be like, thank you for saying that. Please don't come over <laughs> in my mind, <laughs> in my mind. In my mind, I was like, if I say this to Brian, he's going to think I'm lazy and he's going to think that I'm not trying hard enough. And I have to show him that I, I'll have to prove to Brian that I really care about this and this is important. So even though I feel tired because I thought it was the vaccine side effects, I'm going to go and I want to prove a point. <laughs> this is how much I which is, This is how dedicated I am to the podcast that I'm going to show up to the recording with COVID. And give you COVID. <laughs> No, I, and I know looking back now, that sounds so stupid, but like, this is the thing about emotions. They're not rational. And like, when I, 
I was thinking about like those constant feelings of me not being good enough or like scared that other people are going to say that I'm not good enough led me to do things that were so fucking stupid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want to let Brian down even though I almost killed you. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, I know on paper how stupid I seem and I know even though I'm joking about it, there are probably people that are going to listen to this and really judge me and say, wow, that's like how stupid can you get? (laughs) You know, if I didn't have that like insecurity that everyone hates me and thinks that I'm not doing enough, I wouldn't, I would have been able to think more clear and I would have been able to be like, I'm sick. I have to stay home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I forgive you. It's just, it sounds really stupid, but that like that deep sense of like shame and like feeling like I'm not adequate is so strong that it over, you know, like in the, it like overcomes everything else, you know? Right. Right. Um, anyway, but I do, I do feel really, really obviously very bad. And I feel like I made, you know, this big mistake. Um, but I have to say one thing that has say, and I know, I know intellectually that none of it's my fault. Like people just get sick, whatever. But, um, and rationally, you know, I understand that it's not quote unquote my fault that I made these mistakes, but like, you know, I own up to it. But I have to say one thing that saved me from really spiraling and really hating myself uh-huh. is that I got, I don't know how I got COVID, but I didn't get it from, going out or hanging out with other people. Like all I did was go to work and go home for the last month. Yeah. Like I had this weird, like romantic relationship a month uh, over a month ago and it got like, I just, it made me feel very unsafe. So I stopped seeing people and for over a month. And so I've just been going to work, picking up my son from school and then going home. And so however I got it, I got it in a quote unquote, socially acceptable way. Right. Yeah. Like I think it's maybe from my son in school or maybe from an Uber or, or at work or whatever. No one else got it at work. Um, if I had gotten it like sleeping with some random guy or I don't know, going over to a friend's house or something that would have made, that would have like pushed me over the edge of the shame and guilt spiral. I think that's like my one saving grace that I got it, you know, like somehow doing, you know, doing the right quote unquote right things, which is a really fucked up thing for me to say. And I, you know, I, right, right. I don't really mean it, but anyway, those are my feelings, Brian, <laughs> about the COVID thing. How are you feeling? <laughs> I feel like you got way sicker than I did too. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking hell. Young me. This past week was really, really fucking hard. It was really really hard I mean my entire family will know because I'm here by myself and holy shit it was hard I called them so many times and tears and yeah I gotta give a big shout out to my family for um, being there uh, for me at a moment's notice on the phone and being able to console me during this time but yeah, I went through just a range of not only physical ailments, but just emotionally. For one, I was f- I was fucking mad at you, young me. I know it's like not like I can intellectualize how it's not 
like, yes, you put me in that compromising position, but it was a mistake. And I understand that. Like you had just received the vaccine up until like for the past year, we've both been exercising like good quarantine practice. And when, when you did tell me in the moment that it was, that was the thing I was upset at you about was like, you should have told me that you were feeling a little under the weather, even if it wasn't like, even if it was quarantine side effects. Right. But you told me when you were already in my room and at that point, like we were just about to record. And so like hindsight's 2020, you know, like, and, but yeah, I was really angry because I was so sick and beside myself. And I felt like the more physically ill I became, the more angry I became at you because I just, (laughs) I just felt like I needed a target to, and, and I knew for a fact that it was like you had, you were the one that gave it to me. And so it's, it's like, it would be different if it was, me just kind of being a slut and hooking up here like recklessly and like randomly catching it. Right. But right. You know, I know for a fact that I contracted it from you and yeah. Um, but once again, like I know it was a mistake. Obviously you didn't mean to shit happens, but when you're really sick and you're ill, like you just want answers and mm-hmm. it, and in that case, like you became an easy target. So uh, for a large part of this illness, I was really angry with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad at you. And oh my God, though, because what was it? You were dying. Yeah. Well, basically I traveled, came back to New York did my mandatory travel quarantine tested negative Mm -hmm. day one of when I'm technically allowed to be out is when you came over and exposed me to COVID. And then the next day (laughs) you texted me saying that you felt like shit and you went to go get a COVID test. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, I've been like in my apartment for over, two and a half weeks now just right not leaving and um yeah but the physiologic oh my god because when i knew what well, the yeah. moment i found out that i was exposed to covid through you i kind of braced myself for impact and yeah you know i i ordered a bunch of groceries to be delivered to my apartment and sort of just stayed home. I just stayed home all day, but I didn't feel anything. And I thought I was okay. I think three days had passed and I felt, Mm -hmm. I still felt fine. And so I think we texted each other and Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, maybe, maybe for whatever reason, like we were sitting far enough away from each other that I didn't contract it or who knows. And then yeah. It's remarkable how accurate all the science is because day four, which is what most mm-hmm. scientists have said is the incubation period of this virus. When I woke up, I felt like I got hit by a train. I f- and the craziest thing mm-hmm. about this is it's fucking hard. It's really long. 
I felt I've, I think I experienced it particularly bad because I've just felt every, almost every symptom, um, like body aches, fever, chills, yeah. congestion, cough, sore throat, so mm-hmm. much fatigue. And I was losing my mind three days ago because mm-hmm. I developed this symptom where I had extreme skin sensitivity in my torso. So anything that touched my back or my abdomen region just felt too sensitive and I couldn't sleep at night because I, it's Mm. like I would wear a t-shirt normally when you wear clothes, you don't really feel it because you're just so used to the feeling of clothes. But then Mm -hmm. I would feel every fabric of cotton or just like a, like feel my bed sheet grazing against my back and like a million Mm. like nerves would just fire (laughs) off synapses and I just couldn't sleep at night. There were straight up, there were 48 hours where I just could, I got zero sleep and I was going mental and I was crying and I was yeah. so upset at you, young me, because I know I think you also, called me and screamed at me, and I, <laughs> which deservedly <laughs> I was like, I'm going to, I was like in my head, I was like, when you told me about that symptom, I Googled it and it sounded excruciating. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, Brian is freaking out. I feel so bad. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just want to say, I just want to note, um, real quick, the thing that you said when I got to your apartment, I said, I don't feel good. Yeah. I think in that moment I was like, man, I should have told Ryan that I don't feel good. And then I should have like, <laughs> let him decide. You right. know what I mean? Yes. Like that occurred to me. Yes. That occurred to me as That's, I was saying that, that to you. That is what the focal point of this all was for me. It's yeah. like you didn't even give me the choice to decide. Yeah. I should have, I should have definitely let you know before I came over, but in my head I was this is the irrational emotions again. Like in my head, I thought you were going to think that I was like bullshitting or something. I don't know why. No. Like I, I thought, Oh, he, I know. I know. I know. I know, I know. You, I like know you, you don't said, think that irrational. at all, but yeah, right. th- those are like my irrational emotions. Like, Oh, he, he's going to think I'm lazy or something. And now looking back, I'm like, those fears got in the way of me being truthful to you. You know, <laughs> the irony of all um, this is, <laughs> The past week, I have done literally jack shit for the podcast, and you've single-handedly been doing everything for the podcast <laughs> this past week. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> um, oh, my yeah. God. I was like, Brian, don't... No, and I want to say, there are multiple times where you're really sick, and you called me and yelled at me, and I was like, I... I am okay with this, but I just want to say thank you because every time you would call me and be like, I am in death and like screaming. And then at the end you would say, I'm sorry. I know that I know you made a mistake. I know you didn't mean to, and it's not your fault, but I just have to get it out. And I was like, it's okay, Brian. (laughs) And I, when you first told me you were sick, I was like, Brian is going to get so mad at me throughout this. I was already like, I was anticipating. I was like, he's probably going to call me once a day screaming. And when it happened, I was just like, I'm so sorry. And I, you know, I felt bad. And I also felt really bad about your family knowing. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, God, they're going to hate me. <laughs> Are they mad? at? Is your mom mad at me? Uh, uh, no comment. 
<laughs> I was so freaked. I was like, oh my God, I bet Brian's sister and mom are going to be so mad at me. Oh, I mean, they're, they're, of course, they're Asian. You know how Asian families are. <laughs> you, I'm sorry. You, it's okay. I'm so scared of them. Um, No, but that, that was like probably the hardest part for me was that 48 hours where I just couldn't sleep at all. And I was going absolutely oh delirious. And we've been through this pandemic for over a year. Yeah. And... We, it, it was just really hard and it was really emotional because yeah like it, yeah i mean it, it was just a lot and i was surprised by the longevity of this fucking thing honestly i think mm-hmm. this is my i thought that i was going to have a pretty mild case because you cuz when you contracted it you only had symptoms for like 2 3 days you seemed fine after like a couple of days. I mean, I I also, to be completely honest, I have this thing where like, even if I'm sick, I like am in denial. Mm. I feel like it's just like, I have this thing where I hide being sick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which obviously sounds horrible because again, this is how you got it. But like, <laughs> I like, I like disassociate. And it's like, it's probably because when I was a kid, because like, I was by myself so much yeah. that I had to like always pretend that I was healthy. Mm. Like whenever I got sick, my mom would like beat me. Oh, fuck. So I just pretend to be fine all the time. And so mm. looking back, I was like, bro, I feel like I was like extremely ill and I just like disassociated. Mm. Yeah. But that's obviously does is the worst thing you can do when you have fucking COVID, you know? Right. Like you were getting the vaccine probably helped in your recovery of COVID and the fact that you had the vaccine yet we're also showing symptoms yeah meant that whatever strain of COVID this was must have been particularly strong or powerful because I didn't get I didn't receive the vaccine I was I'm still a little bit sick although I certainly feel on the mend and fingers crossed I'll make a full recovery in the next day or two um but I was completely out for at least six days like I had never experienced an illness quite like this where it 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 was like all I could think about was holy shit like this oh no shit like there this is so serious no shit there are so many people who have died from this because this is yeah. completely debilitating. And I know the number yeah. like, you know, this is just foolishness on my part. I've, I've, I think my anxieties of contracting COVID definitely uh, diminished towards the last like couple months because, mm-hmm. you know, the numbers are optimistic. They suggest that there's fewer hospitalizations and I guess I just mm-hmm. assumed that, oh, you know, I'm a young, healthy guy. Even if I do contract it, it probably won't be that bad. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was fucking hell. I would not want to wish this upon anyone. So if you're listening, please, 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 if you qualify, go get a vaccine, wear your masks and just don't get lazy. I, I know it's been really hard, but just 
let's just finish this entire thing strong and just be cognizant and cautious and do your best to make sure that this pandemic gets fucking beaten because this was really fucking hard. My takeaway would be, you know, I the worst thing that could have happened to me in my mind happened, which is not even getting COVID, giving <laughs> Brian COVID, specifically Brian. <laughs> and you know, like with my shame, <laughs> with my shame and guilt and like, that's like the, anyone that has like my sort of like emotional, like what's it called composition, you know that that's the worst thing that can happen to you. The guilty shame feeling. Yeah. But out of a place of, you know, just like, obviously I apologize to Brian. I feel like shit, but <laughs> out of a place of like self-love, I'm going to say, you know, it's an illness. I didn't, obviously I didn't mean to do anything. I made a bunch of mistakes <laughs> because in my mind, I thought that that was the correct thing to do. Looking back, it wasn't, but you know, I make a bunch of mistakes and I have to be okay with it. Somehow, <laughs> Brian, I'm not even, I'm not even sad that you're mad at me. I'm sad that your family's mad at me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> oh I'm, my I'm, God. No, I'm, I'm accepting that I made a mistake. You know, I, I thank you, Brian, for saying that you forgive me. I'm working on being okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm just very grateful that, um, even though we both contracted it, both of us are in better spirits now. Um, yeah. because, uh, unfortunately for many, uh, they can't say the same. And, mm -hmm. um, this is just a very sobering reminder that, uh, to take this pandemic very seriously because even though all the yeah. news suggests otherwise, we're still not at the finish line. It does do a psychological number on you when you have COVID, right? Did you have those like big moments where you're just like, holy, oh my God. Did you have those moments? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was just losing my mind because I was alone by myself mm -hmm. for so long. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just hard. <laughs> and it's hard being really sick when you're single and, yeah, you know, all I want, like, I know it's not even allowed because we're in a fucking pandemic, but I just wanted someone to be by my side more than anything. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, technology is a great thing because without FaceTime, this would have been so much harder. And mm. it, yeah, it was just, it was a fucking lot. It was fucking hard. And yeah, I would, I, I, I fuck this shit. I don't want anyone to ever go through this. I was quarantining. I, I felt that way. I did feel kind of lonely, but I was quarantining with my son because he also contracted COVID. I'm not I'm not sure if he got it first or I got it. I'm I, I don't I have no idea where we got it, yeah. but um his birthday was on Thursday. Oh it was so sad. He cried so hard. Because of the pandemic, we had to have this party with just one other kid. Yeah. We were gonna have it last weekend. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was going to be him and one other kid, Aww. but he got sick, so he couldn't even have that party. Oh, no. And he was crying so hard because like when he came to my apartment, because um, 
I was like, well, we later found out that Danny's girlfriend also has COVID, but we didn't know. So he came to stay with me because we both t- tested positive. And I was like, he came to my apartment. He looks so scared. He's like, why do I have to stay with mommy? She's sick. And I was like, bro, you are also sick. <laughs> like you gave it to me. <laughs> and he was like, why am I scared? Like he was so scared. And then he came over and I was like showing him on the calendar. Like, oh, this is how long we're going to be quarantined. And then he saw that it was his birthday and he just cried so hard. Oh no. So hard for these little. Oh my God. What a nightmare. Oh, what a, well, I saw the, I, I, I hope he was able to celebrate in some way or. Maybe you guys can do a makeup party when he's Well, we're going to have a party like, yeah, in a few weeks. I'm getting my second vaccine next week. And then we're probably going to have a party that following weekend. I mean, we're like good to go. We got antibodies, Brian. Oh, well, I think we can put this chapter behind us. We've said what we had to say. There's a lot of emotions, but um, I forgive you. Yeah. And... Thanks for being a good sport and letting me vent to you, even though you were the no. target of some of my anger through this. Honestly, Brian, if you are, get upset at me in the future, I am, I will accept it. And <laughs> I, you know, I, I know that emotions are not rash. I know, you know, obviously I made a mistake. It's okay. You can vent to me. I understand. And you know what? If the tables were turned, I don't know. I don't know how I would have felt. <laughs> So I think you would have every reason to be more upset at me because that would mean that I exposed your son to COVID and mama, (laughs) mama bear mode, I hope would have kicked in, kicked my ass for sure. No, I I think knowing my personality, I would have just probably been like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And then like internalize it. And then in like eight months, like God really mad at you (laughs) in 2022, be like, you know what, Brian, fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. But uh, who uh, knows? Yeah. I saw that uh, during COVID times in our quarantine that you were quite active on TikTok and I think you wanted to talk about some of her newfound viral fame and the blowback oh that it comes with. Oh my god. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I had, you know, this spiral. I was I started making TikToks like I was like, I have to make one every day. Yeah. And the first day I woke up sick as a dog, like I can't fucking breathe. I can't get out of bed. I made this TikTok and it got like, I don't know, a little like stuff. And then every day I made it a point to like think of an idea and make a TikTok right in the morning or in the afternoon. Right. And so I was like forcing myself to do these fucking TikToks. Like when I'm dying, I was like, Ugh. like there's one of them. You can see that I'm visibly like about to die. I was like, I got to do something. And so, and then I randomly had a, like a mega like viral TikTok where it's literally like not even that offensive. It's just me being like, oh, this is like how white people talk in Asian restaurants, but it's switched. Yeah. So this is like, I'm an Asian person, but I'm like, how do I eat this? Like at a, at like at a sports at a bar, di- at you know? a diner or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, how do I eat this? Like it's the same stuff that I've heard white people say. Right, right, right. And I mean, you know, like it's TikTok. Mo- most of the comments like are really positive. Like Asian people being like, I, yeah, this happens to us all the time. Right. But then there's like all these like weird comments. First of all, there are comments from white people saying that I'm really racist. And I was like, 
Okay, if I'm just saying what I heard white people saying to Asian people, and you're saying that what I'm saying is racist, <laughs> well, then that means you're a, then you're racist. Yeah. <laughs> you're agreeing with me when I say that how white people talk to Asian people is racist. Like you're literally proving my point. Like that's the point of the video. <laughs> this is crazy people. Somebody said that it was like blowing up on Reddit, which is I think why like this is so horrible. But um. And then there are people like white people being like, I've never seen a white person do this. And I was like, obviously, cause you're not Asian. They wouldn't do that to you. Right. Um, anyway, so all these like crazy things are happening, but then I wanted to say there, there's like a lot of Asian men being like, I don't know why, but there's like this one troll guy that I finally blocked just leaving so many comments being like, Oh, all of you just want white men like y'all all you want are, is to suck white dicks or something mm. and i was like what what are you even talking about like what does that have to do with anything it's and like, like those, he was those like mr asians yeah yeah and i was like oh this like reminds me of like other asian women that i know like who are in the spotlight they talk about this like right, you know right. once they're in the spotlight there's like this like barrage of like asian men that come out of the woodwork and say weird things and they really like to point out, oh, you guys just like sleeping with white guys. Like that's their like number one ammunition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then, you know, because I'm biracial, a lot of people coming out and being like, well, you're white. Like, what are you talking about? Mm. Just stuff like that. Just just very like, you know, <laughs> it's it's weird because like you ha you do something on the Internet and it goes out to like America and then you're having a conversation with somebody that lives in like Ohio right, you know, right. that's never seen an Asian person. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we even we even experienced a little bit of uh, a little bit of criticism from our last episode ourselves. We sure did. In a, simil sure in did, a, simil Ryan. In a similar vein. Um, yeah. Basically, to sum it up, it it's a really great episode with Dylan McKeever. Uh, it's fairly dating centric. Dylan describes her personal dating experiences and how uh, going forward, sh her preference is to not date white men. And yeah. she, she describes her personal experiences that um, have led her to this conclusion that works best for her. Now, uh, young me and I, we both made some jokes um, targeted specifically at Asian female, white male, interracial couples. And <laughs> I will just say on my end that, you know, we received a, a fair amount of criticism from some listeners and totally justifiable, completely understand that some, I understand why, because when I make jokes, like as an Asian guy, like when I make jokes like that, mm -hmm. it's no, it's almost no different from those TikTok comments you receive from those people mm -hmm. who are like, look at you. Like all you want to do is just suck white dick. Like I get it. Like when, yeah. when I said that it was really in poor taste. Some of those jokes might've missed, they missed the mark. And obviously when we make, when young me and I make jokes like that, they're not meant to be blanket statements that encapsulate every couple's experience yeah. or every person young me and i both we both date white date people like we white people. Like, <laughs> like 
yeah, we we know that. Um, you know, obviously, like there's exceptions to everybody, and uh, yeah. you know, this is meant to be in good fun, and um, in that specific instance, we hurt some feelings, and I understand where uh, on my end, where as an Asian man saying those things, how it's particularly harmful. And, uh, mm-hmm. I can see how, even if I do make jokes at the expense of white people that, uh, indirectly, I'm also tearing down Asian women too. And obviously that wasn't my intention, but, um, yeah. the side effects are real. Well, and I just want to put that out there and say that I'm sorry and we'll be more mindful going yeah. forward. Well, I'm assuming that these women, you know, that reached out to us that are dating white guys, when they heard you saying that, they probably have experienced what I've experienced. Just being a, a woman online as an Asian woman, we are, we do get a lot of attack from Asian men. Yeah. I yeah. don't I don't know why, but they they attack us. Like every time I do something, there's some Asian man attacking me or saying some weird shit to me about how I suck white dicks. And I'm like, and I'm assuming those women probably hear a lot of that too. So when they hear, when they heard you saying that, even though you are not really doing the same thing, it it like hits that nerve. And I think it's very smart of you, Brian, that you, you mentioned that, you know? Um, yeah. But it is like a really, yeah. It's, it's a nuanced issue. My, it's a I mean, complicated my, issue. I, my guess is that a lot of it is also tied to the desexualization of Asian men. And so mm, yes. because they feel so, as a group, we feel so undesired that that anger yeah. needs to be directed at a group. And for terrible reasons, Asian women are usually tar- like misogyny. the targeted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're the target yeah, of this yeah. misogyny because they're like, well, no one wants to fuck yeah. us. Like, well, you, well, you're the closest thing. Like you need to want to fuck us, but you don't, you know? And it's like, yeah, yeah. it's just so weird. Which is in a weird way, like another form of white supremacy. Cause like, instead of going after the white supremacy or white people, they're going after the Asian women that are participating in it, right. which is unfair. And to the women that feel like it was unfair for us to make those jokes, I understand where you're coming from because I have been at the receiving end of those comments and they <laughs> suck, you know, just like I suck on white dicks, <laughs> which I'm going to be doing later this week ladies um okay but it's i I see you're doing galaxy brain i'm so mad you're giving them you're gonna give them (laughs) you're gonna give them covid (laughs) yeah yeah i'm gonna give them i'm going out and giving white people covid we're just that that was a joke (laughs) we don't that was the long game (laughs) i'm just i'm kidding today's the last day of my quarantine so legally i can go outside which means that i'm free i'm not (laughs) contagious anymore just, just so everyone knows. You should, um, you should celebrate. You're like, I'm legal now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legal. Woo. I'm not going to, but you know, right. but I just wanted to say, um, just what I, I, one of the women that reached out to us, I, I messaged her and I said, you know, when I make a joke in my mind, I know that I'm not doing it the right way, but when I say things like, I'm not going to date white people, yuck. What I'm saying is I'm just trying to like counter program where, you know, we all grew up in a, you know, people are like, oh, that's like reverse racism. First of all, that's not a thing. We grew up in a society that was telling us constantly that what we needed to do was sleep with white people. Like, it's not even like subtly, it's like very blatant, like white supremacy. 
And like when I joke around, oh, like I'm not going to date a white person. That's an obvious like subversive joke because the norm and the socially like acceptable rule is that what you want is to date a white person. And that's still true to this day. And so for me saying, I'm not going to date a white person. It's me being like, haha, I'm making fun of that status quo. And I hope that that comes across. I'm not saying that it's wrong to date white people. I'm like, I'm making fun of the idea that it is better to date a white person. Hopefully that comes across. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also i'm gonna to try to give him covid oh my god <laughs> i'm well, just kidding i'm kidding well, you're you're quite good at it you're <laughs> i'm so good at giving people covid <laughs> hey i just gave one person i want to say one other thing masks work because i went to work the like one day before i saw you and i wore a mask everyone at work wore a mask nobody nobody got sick at all <laughs> Oh my god! The amount of mental mask work. <laughs> the, the amount of mental jujitsu I did post exposure, but pre symptoms was like, hmm. Well, young me was coughing, and we weren't wearing masks, <laughs> and we were sitting three feet away from each other for at least two hours in a closed room with zero air circulation. I should be okay, right? I think I'm fine. <laughs> I knew that when I tested positive um, for COVID, I knew you had COVID. Oh like, There's no way Brian didn't get COVID. Like I was coughing. I was laughing on his head. Oh my so God. So stupid. I mean, oh my we, can God. Hear, we can hear you cough. <laughs> my brother-in-law is like, you can hear young me coughing in the episode. Oh God. <laughs> they hate me. Huh? I'm definitely not invited over for the cooking. Out. I lost my invite to the park's Christmas party. <laughs> oh, well, guys, this was a unconventional episode to say the least, but we want to just say thank you for listening to our podcast. And we have some really, really awesome guests coming up for you these next few weeks. So, uh, but yeah, thank you for listening and um, please stay safe and wear your masks out there. And if you feel sick, even though you got the vaccine, just if you feel bad, just stay home. Do not go record a podcast at your friend's bedroom. And don't con- without and don't, your mask on. And don't convince yourself that it's that <laughs> I'm just imagining. No one will be mad at you if you stay home. I'm just imagining me. someone with an STD and they're like, it's vaccine side effects. Oh my God, seriously. My, it burns when I pee. It's vaccine side effects. Before we end, I just want to say, you know what? We're both sick, but I'm going to say we look hot. I literally have not changed out of these this sweatsuit in the past like four days. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing the same outfit for the entire time. Right. Um guys, follow Young Me on Instagram at YMMayor. Follow her TikTok at Young Me Mayor. Follow our Instagram oh, yeah. at Feeling Asian Podcast. You guys can follow me on follow, Instagram. Follow Brian at on Instagram at it's Brian Park and his TikTok is also it's Brian Park. We have the Feeling Asian TikTok, Feeling Asian podcast. 
where we upload exclusive clips. It's all cursed. Please. It's all cursed. I coughed on everything. Please subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash feeling Asian. Oh, oh, also, if you're looking for a sound engineer, oh, hit up our sound, sound engineer, engineer Sarah. Sarah Pack at in, on Instagram at I am underscore P-A-K-T. That is at impact. So if you have any audio projects that need to be touched up or edited, She's your girl. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye.